hello. Welcome to the Modern Casanova Podcast, episode nine. So incredibly, I just uh, checked to make sure that my figures are accurate. And yes, this is the ninth podcast that I've done under the bracket of the, or the title rather, of the Modern Casanova. So, and actually, in fact, it's the 10th podcast I've done, although the first one was quite a long time ago now, so I'm not really counting that. It's still up there, it's on YouTube, but I'm counting that as a prototype sort of episode zero, if you like. So, of the new run of podcasts, uh, which have been going for, for this year, this is the ninth, so good news, and we're nearly coming up to double figures, so that's uh, great stuff, and I hope that I'm giving you some value here, I hope that you are enjoying these podcasts, and as always, you know, I'm very, very keen to get uh, listener feedback, so if you want to do that, you can email me at... Um, Troy7laws at gmail.com. That's Troy, sorry, TroyFrancis7laws at gmail.com. Or better yet, just go to my website, which is realtroyfrancis.com. That's realtroyfrancis.com. And you can leave a comment there or you can send me an email via the contact page there. Uh, the other thing is Twitter as well. So I'm on Twitter. I'm really active on Twitter, actually. And it's really, I really like Twitter because you can talk to like-minded people over there and you can sometimes get a bit of a conversation going as well about a particular issue. And of course, it's all real time as well. So, um, you know, if something, a news story breaks or whatever, then um, we, you know, the, the, from a a game perspective or, you know, perhaps a red pill perspective has some interest, then um, I can comment on that immediately and get other guys' feedbacks and everything else. So um, if you're not already, come to Twitter. I'm uh, If you just search for Troy Francis, I think my handle is Troy at Seven Laws. But um, yeah, just search for Troy Francis and you will find me. And you will see that every day, several times a day, I'm posting some fantastic, uh, well, hopefully some useful game theory up there in the, in the um in terms of quotes and in terms of little tips and bits of advice and so on and so forth so another great way if you want to get in touch with me to do it via twitter it's interesting isn't it really because uh twitter has been slightly troubled throughout well certainly throughout recent times i mean i think at the beginning you know I say the beginning. I mean, what I'm not sure what I mean by that, really. I suppose the uh, the genesis of social media, if you like. I suppose Twitter was one of the early players, and the I guess the expectation was that they were always going to be, you know, in the same bracket as like a Facebook or um, an Instagram or whatever. And and actually, um, it appears that their business model is somewhat challenged. I think. Um, in terms of actually generating revenue from that from that platform, it seems like fewer people are signing up, and actually the numbers are are stabilizing or even going down, um, which I think is a really bad thing because I think Twitter offers something that the other social platforms doesn't in the way of sort of immediacy in its usefulness as a channel for sharing ideas and concepts and I think that's where you'll find a lot of really interesting people are on there who 
really have something to say. You know, they've got a position, they've got opinions on things um, because it's a really great way of disseminating um, that sort of slightly more in-depth kind of ideas-based content, if you like. So that's why I really like Twitter. Um, is there a point to all of that? Well, hopefully, hopefully I can sort of mould it into my um, general talk today. And the other thing is, before we get into the topic, which today is standing up for oneself, um, I just want to not stand up for myself at all, but just make an apology because the podcast is late this week um, and there are various reasons for that. Normally, I try to get these things out on the, a Sunday, so it should hit iTunes by Monday, so for the beginning of the week. Uh, this week, that hasn't happened. Uh, apologies for that. I am several days late. It has. I have been very, very conscious about it, um, but it's just been a bit of a crazy time. So I was over in Paris uh, with to meet up with a girl over there. Now, if you follow me on social, uh, then you'll have seen some some pictures of that and some some little updates. I also wrote about it in my newsletter because, um, and also go to the website or check on Twitter if you want to sign up for my weekly newsletter because that is another great way of staying in touch and there's there's loads of free content on there that you don't get through my other channels. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I, I wrote um, an email to my subscriber base and I won't go into it, but basically, uh, because that's, that's secret free content, but uh, basically, um, you know, just thinking about whether it's actually worth making those trips for a girl or not. And I think sometimes maybe um, it isn't really worth doing. So you've got to think carefully before traveling internationally to see a girl who's kind of a hookup or, or whatever, because, you know, it, it's often, the, the fantasy is often a lot more compelling than the actual reality of it. Anyway, I digress. So the podcast is late and that was partly because I was in Paris and then I had a whole backlog of work to do. Um, most of it related to my website, but uh, some of a lot, a, a whole chunk of time was taken up with another project that I had to work on over the weekend, and so apologies for that because it, it has meant that this podcast has been put back um, by a few days. So in saying that, let's get into the topic, and I'll probably keep it quite short today because um, this is late. I'll be doing another one at the weekend anyway, and um, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. But just as a little um, sort of, just so we can keep in touch this week and it's not lost entirely, I wanted to talk a little bit about standing up for oneself. And this can be um, in game. But it equally, it can also be in life, so in work situations, in interpersonal situations, in terms of bullying, uh, in terms of any situation really that you encounter where somebody has done something that kind of violates your uh, violates your interests, I suppose. Um, and that's an interesting thing because you need to be. I suppose the first thing to say is self-righteous anger is an incredibly compelling thing. And it's something that in many ways I really love. You know, if if I'm angry with somebody or with a group of people and I think I'm right, then that's fantastic because in a perverse way, because that allows me to, you know, I can I can you know, I can go, I can go to town on it then, you know, somebody has wronged me, 
it's clear that they've wronged me. You know, I have then got the right to, in my head, you know, I've, I think, right, I've, I've this, you know, this person is clearly in the wrong. They're clearly, they've clearly done something to violate, you know, whatever code. And so I'm now completely within my rights to absolutely hate them, to slag them off and to use whatever Machiavellian dark triad means at my disposal to completely destroy them. And, yeah, you know, I mean, from a sort of dark triad, Machiavellian, red pill, if you like, perspective, perhaps there's nothing so terribly wrong with that way of thinking about things because, you know, um, we, I suppose, you know, I suppose if you want to get quasi-religious about it, um, is turning the other cheek a beta trait? Well, arguably, perhaps it is because perhaps if you think about, you know, the law of the jungle and, um, you know, the guy who jukes it out and fights his way to the top survives and um, other people don't and they perish, then, you know, it could be said, I suppose, that uh, turning the other cheek or being doing the decent thing or letting something slide or whatever is actually beta behaviour and the alpha male would not do that. The alpha male would not stand for anybody encroaching on his turf. Um... And as with everything, I mean, I think there's some truth in that. And I think, I suppose the message here really is you need to look at the situation you're in and you need to determine the degree to which you need to take action. Um, and some situations, I think, I think to be practical as much as anything else, I think there are some situations where really you are in a better position if you let it slide, if you say, okay, fine, I've something's happened, I'm not terribly happy with it, but, um, you know, in this situation, it's the more prudent for me to allow it to, to, to go this time because, um, you know, it's about choosing your battles really, isn't it? You know, I mean, you can't fight every single battle that comes your way because if you did you'd just be exhausted and you would be you know completely bereft of energy and you'd have a lot less time and focus to apply to doing more positive things so you know in practice you can't fight every single battle either and nor should you so you know a lot of the time you've got to look at the circumstances and unfortunately you know modern life and, and maybe maybe not just modern life maybe it's, it's just an, a, an element of uh, life in general is that you know there's a lot of compromise we have to make compromises we have to sometimes do things that you know perhaps you know we we think well actually I could have taken a bit more action there I could have done it differently I could have done it like this but there's only you know 24 hours in the day I've got all of these other commitments so therefore I'm just going to have to do X and I'm just going to have to be happy with that. And um, in a lot of cases, that is going to be the, the 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 way of things. And it even applies in something like game or pickup because you know a lot of the time, I mean, the, the problem with one of the problems with game and one of the problems with being out approaching and everything the whole time is that on the one hand, the upsides can be fantastic for obvious reasons because you meet all of these different girls and you have all of these wonderful experiences and um, 
you know, these, these great sexual adventures and it's all, it's all wonderful. Um, but on the other hand, anybody who is a, a player, anybody who is going out and approaching, you know, a thousand girls in Oxford Street or who is, you know, or in the clubs or in Zubar or in uh, Tiger Tiger or whatever it is, you know, you're approaching a lot of girls, you are going to get a lot of knockbacks and you're going to get a lot of negative reactions, you know, regardless really, unless, you know, unless maybe you're Justin Bieber and even if you're Justin Bieber, there are girls who don't, who do, who really don't like Justin Bieber. So you're going to get bad feedback from those, um, from those girls. So, you know, the re so I suppose what I mean is that, um, if you're a player, then you're putting your, you're constantly putting yourself up for a fight. You're, you're constantly putting yourself out there to be shot down and, you will be shot down a lot because that is just the nature of it. You know, there is a lot of rejection. Tom Torero always says there are more, you lose more than you win. There are more rejections than there are successes. So, you know, you, you may go out and you may approach 50 girls and of those girls maybe, you know, 25 of them don't give you the time of day. Maybe then 25 of them talk to you but only a proportion of them give give you their phone number. So maybe you get, I don't know, I mean, I'm making it up now, but say you get 20 phone numbers out of the 50, for example, um, or 30, whatever it is. But you get a proportion of phone numbers, which won't be the full amount. And of those phone numbers, only a certain number are going to respond when you send them a message. Not all of them are going to text back. And then of the ones that do text back, not all of those are going to you know, maintain that uh, conversation with you. Some of them are just going to, there'll be a few texts back and forward and then she'll disappear. And then of the ones remaining, which is obviously now a much smaller group, then a few of them may come out on a date, but the rest of them won't. And then the ones that come out on a date with you, a few of those, you know, maybe if you're lucky, one or two of those will go all the way and sleep with you and the others won't. So throughout that whole process, you've whittled down the 50 girls to maybe the two girls or two or three girls or whatever it is who will actually actually sleep with you out of that full amount. So the rest of them have all, in one way or another, the rest of them have all rejected you. And, you know, I mean, when you think about it, or you probably don't have to think about it that hard, um, rejection is a blow to the ego. Rejection is somebody basically saying, nah, you know, I've checked you out. I've had a look. I've had a think about it. And you, you just don't measure up. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm not feeling it. You're, you know, it, I don't want to say you're not good enough, but effectively, is that what they're saying? I mean, I kind of think it is really. They're saying, you know, I've got a certain standard in whatever it might be. And I've interacted with you for however long, I've checked you out, and um, yeah, you're not meeting that standard, so sorry, we're not gonna take this further. Um, you know, and you've gotta take that as a player, you've gotta take that time and time and time and time again. Because remember, the average guy isn't out approaching, you know, 50 girls a week or whatever, or going to the club and, you know, hitting on a load of girls there or, you know, however you do it. The average guy just isn't doing that. You know, he's married and he's, or he's, you know, he's had a, a few girlfriends or he, um, yeah, you know, I mean, most guys just don't do that. So if you're one of the guys that does, then you are going to get rejected 
and potentially insulted and told to f off and um, everything else. Although I don't want to, I don't want to scare you guys there um, because actually it's not generally as brutal as that. But you know what I mean. You're going to get knockbacks more than the average guy is. Now you've got to conserve your energy because if you got butt hurt and pissed about every single one of those rejections, then you would just be run ragged. I mean, it's it just wouldn't be possible really to do you know to 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 do it and it is difficult because and I I mean I've been doing this kind of thing for a long time and um you know I will get there will be incidents where I get a knockback and for whatever reason you know the specifics of that particular knockback will will grate on me and I'll get you know it will it will sting and I'll get pissed off um but what I have to do is work hard to dampen those feelings down because I, you know, it, it's it, it, you have to accept in the end this is just part of the game. You know, I'm going to get knockbacks. I'm going to get people who, um, you know, for whatever reason, don't like what I'm selling, which is myself in this instance, um, and and that's just how it is. And I just have to accept that. You know, so I have to try and develop that mindset. Um, the same thing then needs to be true in general life as well, because in general life, you know, um, in everyday life, in work, in family relationships and uh, different things, you're not going to get your way all of the time. Um, you are certainly going to get slights, you're going to get knockbacks, you're going to get things that happen that you don't think are particularly fair. And, you know, again, a lot of the time you're going to have to make the call to say, okay, fair enough, I don't really like what's happened here, but I'm, I'm just going to have to let this one slide because, you, you know, I, I just haven't got the time or the energy or the mental capacity to make a big deal about this one because it's, it's just not worth it. Um, and it really is case by case. You know, you need to look at each individual scenario and think about if it's worth you getting, you know, all tied up over or not. And in most cases, it probably won't be. However, and the reason that I'm recording this today is because I've got to, um, I've got a certain situation that's going on in a in a business uh, relationship that I'm in, which I've got to go and deal with today. Unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately. I, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. And um, in this situation, I'm going to have to stand up for myself because. What's happened, and I'm not going to go into any details here because I can't, um, you know, for various reasons. But suffice to say, what's happened here is 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 beyond the pale. You know, what's happened here is has serious consequences for me, for my livelihood, you know, for my professional life and everything else. So, you know, in this situation, I have to. I have to do something, you know, I have to take action. It's not enough for me just to say, okay, I'll let this one, this one slide. And I think, you know, you have to be the judge of those situations for you. You have to say, okay, this is one of those situations where, do you know what, sod it, I'm going to have to go balls out and I'm going to have to deal with this and I'm going to have to use whatever techniques that I may have at my disposal to do something about this situation because... This is damaging to me. This is damaging to my interests. These people are taking the piss. This is just not acceptable. So I have to put my foot down. And at that point, 
you need to stand up for yourself and you need to use every means at your disposal to win that battle or at least to uh, arrange that a favourable outcome occurs for you. Um, and this is where I think all the Machiavellian stuff comes in and where all the dark triad stuff comes in and you can learn so much about all of this stuff and um <clears throat> you know i've sort of been aware of robert green for a number of years i've read the 48 laws of power i've read seduction i've read mastery actually and i also read the one he did with 50 cent which was pretty entertaining uh, as well haven't read the art of war yet or sorry not the art of war the uh, war i think it's called the one that he's done, uh, which I will, but I'm working my way through them again. I think, um, as I've been saying on sort of social and stuff recently, I think Dark Triad is a really, really interesting area because I think if there's one, you know, guys always come into the game and pick up and they, they want a secret source that works and it gets women. And I think, I think there kind of is a secret source and I just don't think anyone's really quite articulated it that effectively yet and except maybe possibly some of the rsd guys actually um i think rsd have probably come nearest to it and i think that secret source is connected in some way with dark triad and this is something that i'm you know i'm, I'm sort of working on and maybe will be the subject of a book um in or a, a course in the future because i think it's a really key area and you know there's a there's that a question around that because Okay, so I want to be Dark Triad, I want to win my battles, but also I want to be a good person. So how do I square those two things? Do I have to become a complete psycho? Because obviously psychopathy is one of the, um, the three traits of the Dark Triad characteristics as well as narcissism and Machiavellianism. So do I have to become a complete psycho? Um, to, to beat Dark Triad or is there, you know, is there a way that I could use these techniques um, or, or sort of I can take learnings from the dark triad characteristics without actually sort of becoming a very antisocial person and I think that's an interesting area of inquiry and it's certainly something that I am um, you know looking at myself at the moment but anyway I digress so pick your battles effectively is what I'm saying but when a battle presents itself which is worth fighting and which you need to fight then you have to go into bat and when you go into bat, then, as I say, all of this Red Pill stuff, all of the Machiavellian stuff, all of the 48 Laws of Power stuff, um, you know, it's all out there. You can research it and you can think of strategies to use that are going to benefit you. And, you know, I think when you get into one of those situations, for me, I believe that the gloves come off and I believe you need to do whatever it takes to survive so i think there's no shame in playing dirty i don't think you should shy away from um using whatever techniques really i mean obviously i'm talking about legal techniques here as a disclaimer i'm not i'm not suggesting anyone does anything illegal or, or underhand but you know within the confines of law and what is morally and ethically acceptable i think you should do pretty much anything that well, sorry, not even ethically acceptable. I mean, I mean you know, you, you can't be doing anything that's illegal. I wouldn't, you know, I, I would never recommend that. Um, you know, there are certain things, obviously, that we don't do in a, in a civilized society, and I'm not recommending that anyone would do any of those things. But, you know, come on. If somebody has um, messed you around, if somebody has, 
you know, done something that harms your interests, then you need to go back at that person with everything you've got. And if, you know, some of your tactics aren't very nice, then so be it because, you know, how would they treat you? What would they do to you in return, you know? Um, so, you know, use the legal system, um, use the internet, read up on... Um, people who've had similar situations, what they did, read up on some of the dirty tricks that you can pull, um, and don't be prepared, don't be afraid to be underhand if it's going to get you what you want, because if you've been wronged, then I'm not saying two wrongs make a right, because they don't, but you have to look after your self-interest. Think about the caveman. Go, let's, you know, take it back to primeval times you know think about the caveman defending his cave defending his woman defending his home um his family think of him what would he do you know he would there would be no holds barred there would be it would just be bestial dark triad violent aggression and that's the mindset that you need to to get into when You've got one of these battles that comes into play that is so serious that you can't ignore it. And only you can be the judge of if this particular battle is worth it or not. If it's, I stopped this girl in Oxford Street and she told me to fuck off and I'm really angry about it and I want to go and have an argument with her, that's not one of those situations. She's, she's absolutely within her rights to do that. You went up to her, she didn't want to talk to you, that's fine. You know, you can't be angry in a situation like that. So I'm not talking about anger against women, but per se, but I am talking about those situations, particularly professional situations, or, or situations in interpersonal relationships where things have maybe broken down um, and you've been seriously wronged and, and maybe you've run it by some other people as well. That's the other thing, because if you... If you just look at yourself, we, we're all going to take our own side in things, aren't we? We're all going to look at a situation and go, yeah, that was unfair. You know, look at what he did. Look at what she did. Um, run it past a few other people as well who are impartial and get their view and see what they think. Because if they say, well, actually, hang on a minute, you know, you've got to look at your part as well. You know, think about what did you do? So look at your part in it. Try and be honest with yourself. Get some feedback from, from some other people. And... and if it all points in the direction that actually, yeah, you know what, I was fucked over here, I was messed around here, I've been treated badly or unfairly, at that point then, yeah, go for it. You know, at that point, then use whatever tools you have at your disposal to get what you need to happen to happen. Um, but you have to be sure that this is a situation that's worth doing. I hope that makes sense. Um... I think it's, as I say, important to pick your battles, but it's also then important to stand up for yourself in those battles that are significant enough that you have to. But the skill, I suppose, the life skill, if you like, uh, and what we all need to learn on a daily basis is which are those battles. And I think, you know, I think instinctively, generally, we know. I mean, the situation that I've got now, I don't think really can be ignored. Um there has to be a response of some kind because otherwise, you know, my interests are going to be severely threatened, if you like. Um, but then on the other hand, it's not 
often that one's as obvious as this come up. And so then with other situations, and, and with this situation as well, you know, I have to talk to friends, I have to get other people's feedback to make sure that I'm not just going off on one in my head and thinking something's really unfair when actually, you know, maybe I've been at fault or maybe it's kind of, you know, um, just a kind of standard situation that I need to sort of sort of swallow and shut up and man up about really. So, um, yeah, so get, get external feedback, very important. Um, but then when you've judged the situation and other people agree to be unfair and to be damaging, then you have to go at it with all, with all barrels blazing. Uh, to turn it around and to get what you need to happen to happen. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that resonated with some of you. As always, please do come back to me and give me some comments. Um, love to receive emails and so on. So uh, go to the website, realtroyfrancis.com to get in touch. Contact me on Twitter. Um, yeah, and that's it. So look, I'm going to go now. Um, I've got to go and uh, have a meeting and uh, try and sort this situation out. So wish me luck. I will be back with you guys uh, in a few days for the next podcast, number 10. And yeah, I hope you're having a fantastic week. Keep going out, keep smashing it. And please do keep in touch. I will be with you again very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.